the bare necessities, the simple bare Hello, and welcome to another episode, the 57th, if we're being particular, wow. of the ever late. That's a shame. This is actually our first properly late one, isn't it? I know. I'm. I was so annoyed. It's our last one of I know. the year. We almost had a clean sheet, but in another way, we didn't at all because more often than not, I it's do upload it after the middle midnight. of the night. <laughs> so it's around Wednesday, Thursday. Why have you just hated at me? I didn't mean to. Sorry about that. Well, don't be doing that. Well, look. Welcome back, everyone. Um, the theme for this episode is that Declan and I are both ill, so <laughs> get ready for sniffs, coughs, any other sounds you're going to be making, listeners could enjoy. Maybe a wretch every now and then. Oh, I'll, I'll see what I can do about that. We're going to mix it up for you. The more effluvia, the better. But despite all of that, it's going to be a hell of a show. We're going to it, it, barrel yeah. on through Dunkirk spirit and all that and make the best of it. Even if we're a day late. Why are we a day late? Because some people won't look at Twitter. At That's a Shame cast. Quite uh, false. Yeah. False. Well, essentially, uh, I was back in Essex yesterday and I travelled home during the day um, and I got back about quarter past four and I was doing an overnight shift last night for Crisis. Oh, yeah. Um, Christmas. So, so I figured I would get a couple of hours sleep. But the thing that I did instead was I got loads of hours. Of sleep. <laughs> Some would say more than enough. <laughs> and uh, woke up to Isaac's traditional two messages that I, I wake <laughs> up to, I suppose, at, at least twice a month, I'd uh-huh. say, um, which is, are you up? And then normally about an hour later, yeah. are you dead? <laughs> and that's not, it's in text speak as well, isn't it? Because we yeah. don't talk in text speak very often, but no. R, letter R, letter U, dead, D, D. Seems like, because if you were, then I wouldn't regret having asked in that way. Is no. what I always think. No, like exactly. if that was the last thing you saw in the world, like maybe you were dying, I don't know, maybe you were choking to death in the flat by yourself. Something yeah, to think about be. over the next few days. Um, and you're just like, oh, and then you hear ding and you check. You're like, the blood is pulsing to your eyes because people's eyes go weird when they asphyxiate, don't they? They do. Lots of pressure or something. Yeah. So probably blood vessels bursting and all of that. And then you hear the ding and you look, oh, watch that. Are you dead? You'd have one last little chuckle and you're on the way out. Yeah. I chuckle because my initials are DED. So technically, always, it's always so. Oh, wow. That's just another layer that I, it's not that I didn't know it was there. Part of me did, but it's the poetry that flows through me. You're familiar with it. And it always is. Yeah. It is. We've got all kinds of things to discuss, and yet I do want to keep it fairly short because I've got quite the headache going. <laughs> and even just talking out loud in the room seems obnoxiously loud. Um, so we'll keep it short and sweet. But we do have, like, this is our first episode after Christmas. Happy Christmas and all that. Um, let's talk about that first. Then we've got some New Year stuff, and then we'll get out. How does that sound? That sounds good to me. Yeah. Last episode of the year. How do you feel about that? It's It's been a big year for us, hasn't it? It has. In fact, it's been the only year for us in the well, context yeah. of the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I meant for us <clears throat> as in general. Mm. Yeah. yeah uh, and, as a, and as a pair, you know. Yeah. BDDD. Uh, you know, I, I thought th- things were really waning. Um, yeah. 
until... I was looking into other avenues. <laughs> Me and friend and flatmate Mark had a little vaudeville act coming for Chicago. A, setting up a little account on Bumble. <laughs> oh. But um, but then, you know, we started the show yeah. and that kept things alive for a few months. It did. It's like and when then, a couple, you know, when the like, marriage is failing and they have a kid. Yeah. Was that how you feel about that? Yeah, and then we... And then, you know, you were away for summer and, yeah, that was hard oh, for yeah. me, you know. But, uh, you just had to look after it at home, doing all the mental load. Yeah, and then after that, we, of course, had the incomparable bonding experience of Block Switch. <laughs> that which, was like being in the SAS, I imagine, except <laughs> scarier and does more for the country. That was, you know, that was like we, we went for our weekend away as a yeah. couple to kind of rekindle <laughs> things and, and fell into an to, like, M night fight our way out <laughs> for like Escape. a haunted Swiss lodge or something. <laughs> Nothing as attractive, sadly. Um, <clears throat> so, so yeah. And, and then we've, you know, got so scared that we decided we had to live next to each other. <laughs> next to each other so that we could both look like we definitely have a thing where we have like magnets on our backs. So we always have to face away in case Joe approaches from any angle. Let's and I'll tell you what, if he attacks too. from the side, like some sort of velociraptor, we are fucked. I haven't thought of that. We need to get Mark involved. He could be the one that just rotates around like a little moon. Like a little electron. <laughs> oh, he'd love that, wouldn't he? But yeah, it has been all all kinds of big. We moved into the podcast realm. We moved into the the realm of of Collindale, quite specifically and geographically. Yeah. I feel like we've grown as individuals, in a sense. Yeah, I and I guess have. it's off the back of that that I'm going to ask you. Um, well, some of them are reflection, and some of them are questions to do with like what you want to do next year. They're called vision questions. Every oh, year, very nice because I. I really strongly believe that if you've heard more than one episode of this show, you would be able to predict that I have a particular contempt for New Year as a concept. I think that yeah. it's on brand, isn't it? It very much it's is. It's not going to shock anyone. No. We're not going to get emails about it. But what I do like to do <clears throat> is, um, in times of peril of any sort, really, is turn to the internet, see what other people are talking about, to just kind of reassure me that we're all on the planet together, hurtling through space towards death heat death and one thing that's really popular at this time of year is lots of lifestyle blogs lots of just like danielle style individual bloggers will put out uh reflections on the new year in the form of questions that you're supposed to ask yourself that you know help you to kind of actualize what's happened and come to terms with what this year was so that next year the goals become clear. You've got your sights set on the new me of 20, what year? 18? Yeah. yeah that's the one. So look, I'm going to just ask you outright. We're going to pepper in some of these questions. Declan's got some poems and we should just jump back to talk about Christmas briefly at some point because I skipped over that. Yep. Number one, okay. what are the first thoughts that come to mind about the past year? Mostly positive, negative or neutral? Over to you. Uh, God, imagine if you looked back on an entire year of your life and went neutral. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, on balance. On balance. Mondays were great, nothing. Fridays. <laughs> on balance, that entire year of my life may, may as well not have bothered. <laughs> <laughs> the whole day, the whole year was like opening an advent calendar and just finding a bit of dust. Could have just spent the whole thing in a coma and woken up and felt no different. <laughs> 
Yeah, that would be a shame. So let's eradicate neutral on the grounds. Oh, that all right. it'd be I mean, atrocious. I suppose for me personally, yep. it's a positive year. Oh, that's good. It was good. You Is know, that like normal? We said, Do you find most years are positive? Uh, no. Oh, goodness, no. <laughs> <laughs> what a question. <laughs> Definitely not. 2018, here we come. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I suppose for people generally, yeah, for, uh, the, world. for the world, it's, it's it's not been a good year. doesn't seem to be it a has lot been to a, be po- a very poor year, in yeah. fact. Um, but uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and say positive because... For me, as a cishet white man, oh, <laughs> it's like know. it's it's been great, really, mm. for me. Um, not because of those things, <laughs> but in spite of. <laughs> I see. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, on a scale of one to ten, where ten is like ten is just a year that you would have to. You'd be like legally, the UN would mandate that you had to write a memoir is 10 about the year that happened just that because it needs to be like preserved in the library of Congress forever so that people can look it up and be like, bloody hell, they knew how to have fun. So that's 10. If zero is just, um, I don't know, maybe you were just like stuck. You know, that thing about turkeys where, um, did we talk about this quite recently in a role Dahl book, maybe Danny, the champion of the world. If you oh, feed yeah. a turkey, a raisin with a horse hair in the I middle. Was, I thought it was a pheasant. Yeah, oh yeah, pheasant, turkey, you know, they're all birds. That's what I'm getting at. If you feed a pheasant a raisin with a horse hair, it just stands still for the whole rest of its life. Now, before we get into why I brought that up, do we think that's true? Uh, no. How, why would it be true and how would anyone have found it out? I don't think it can be true. Okay, but then follow up question. Why would Roald Dahl lie so specifically? I mean, most of his entire life was spent lying really specifically that's what it, that's what it is to be that. that's what it is to be a children's book writer i guess but it's not a lie to like the fiction behind the could be a man <coughs> who owns the most amazing chocolate factory is more understandable than the fiction like what what's he trying to conjure you live on a planet where pheasants will stand still for the rest of their lives oh, i thought it was just about like oh don't dads know a lot is that the theme of that Danny the, the Champion? That is the most of the message, isn't it? <laughs> he's like, oh, my dad, he's all right, really? Yeah, I guess that could be part of it. Well, if you are out there, if you're any kind of bird expert, what would that be? An ornithologist? Ornithologist. Yeah, then get in touch, because I, I do refuse to Google it, because it just seems silly. Um, <laughs> on, a, on that note, though, I went for curry with my friend Jacob yesterday uh, to a place not very far away, and they were doing what's a slightly odd mishmash of ideas, which is a Nepalese, Indian, uh, British hodgepodge of a Christmas menu where they just kind of scoured the kitchen. It looked like they'd printed off the menu that day after just like running around the kitchen and the surrounding shops to be like, what could we do that kind of (laughs) implies Christmas? And what they'd done was it's in Kent. So there's quite a kind of a farm to table countryside vibe. And they'd, gone for things like pigeon and pheasant and venison and things like that but unfortunately and i've never seen this on a menu i've eaten at quite a lot of places that serve those things over the years and never seen on the menu brackets may contain bullets like the food that you're served may contain just bullets why surely they could take them out what why were there bullets there i don't know anyway 
I don't know, they were little, little gangster pigeons. They've been shot and just put directly into the pot. <laughs> There's a chef running around with a basket. It's like the beginning of Beauty and the Beast, where he's like catching all of Gaston's gang and just yeah. chucking it in a big pie. That's odd, isn't it? That's very odd. I, I don't ever want to eat anything that may contain bullets. That's just a risk no. beyond necessary. No. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's not like might like when you eat a fish that might have some bones in. Like human teeth can deal with a fish bone, uh, unless you swallow it, I guess, and then you're like pheasanted. Then that's it forever. But crunchy on a bullet seems like an act of dental treason. I don't think you'd forgive yourself. No. They also do this thing. It's like a half-hearted attempt at loyalty scheme loyalty points and uh jacob's family have lived near it for about a year and a half now maybe and they're curry aficionados so they go quite frequently and they have this card that accrues points each time you go it's like some amount of points based on how much you spend the classic setup they've been going for a year and a half and they'd accrued i think like 400 points or something because i asked he was like yeah it's 405 or something i was like oh that sounds like quite a lot what does that represent and he was like well the thing is when you get to a thousand then you get a poppadom starter for free (laughs) (laughs) i left so there were less than nectar points it's not a poppadom it's a poppadom starter so there's probably like some accoutrement that make it barely acceptable but but very barely um anyway back to the year i can't remember why i brought out those pheasants but um you you brought them up while you were giving me a zero to ten scale oh yeah so that's zeros you've just been stood there like one of those fake pheasants just like staring into the same blair witch-esque corner for a whole year that would be zero ten is the memoir where'd you rate it go um it's weird because like anything close to either extreme is just so outrageous a claim for <laughs> to make about their year. Because a year like, is a while. Because, because, I mean, if 10 is the UN mandates a memoir, yeah. like an eight is still pretty fucking eight good. Eight is like the EU are doing a report. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so like, by, by the time I get to a point where it's reasonable it's probably about four. But then if zero is, like, I've spent the entire year catatonically standing there watching the world go by like a three is still probably pretty piss poor so three as you did that but only at weekends yeah so um i mean it feels like the only place i could safely go is five but then i'm one of those saddos saying they've had a neutral year so what i'll say is i'm gonna go with a seven wow that's very bold let's do another of these questions and then I'd love to hear whatever you mean by a New Year's poem. Well, I've got several, so we can dot them throughout. Oh, that's good. Number two. What was one of the most interesting things I learned this year? You have to answer on behalf of me. (laughs) One of the most interesting things you learned this year is that not everyone has the same etiquette around bath mats as you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we've not talked about this on the show, have we? And I didn't appreciate your house... (laughs) House cooling gesture when you left for Christmas. Right. Do you know about uh, the thing about that is that I thought it was going to be ruined because you came back like early. <laughs> no, it was fine. I hadn't used the bathroom until then, until you'd gone. Yeah. Um, set the scene. Mark seems like a normal guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, to a certain extent, as yeah. normal as any of our friends is. Yeah. 
I guess so. So, yeah, like he's a very fairly straight, straight button guy, yep. isn't he? Straight arrow, straight um, laced. Like he's very like thin, <laughs> tall. Yeah, he's like a big walking match. Yeah. So um, he seems like a, a normal person, but Isaac, you see, uh, and he predominantly share a bathroom. Yes. Um, and Isaac sent me a message mm-hmm. shortly Photo before message. Christmas saying, can we talk about why this keeps happening? <laughs> now, <laughs> and <laughs> cut to my perspective, it was something that I had, it's one of those things, like not unlike any of those, you know, uh, usual suspect moments in films where suddenly all the pieces fall into place. I had a realisation just before sending that message that something had been off for the whole duration of our stay. What was it like? Two and a half months now. And that every so often I'd go into the bathroom and the big grey bath mat that sits, as the name would suggest, by the bath. It's a mat. It sits by the bath. That's all well and good. But not for everyone, it would turn out. Every so often I would enter the room only to find that it had been placed like some sort of doormat for shit right up against the toilet as if you were sitting there like, I don't know, it makes it look like what I imagine a very skilled vomiter would do if they were like very delicate about their knees when they were going to like have their daily throwing up session. It looked like you'd present it there to just cushion the process of emptying your stomach content straight into the toilet. Because there's no clear reason I can think of why you would put a bath mat in front of a toilet where it's only going to accumulate. It's like why it's weird to go into a bathroom that's carpeted. Like that's fundamentally upsetting for me. And I'd, I'd, it had happened a few times, like maybe every week and a half or something I'd go in and I'd probably be distracted by something like going in to brush my teeth. So I wouldn't really think much of it, just move it back. But then I, I thought like, as I watched it that day, as I just opened the door to find this, taunting me again i just played a little tape back in my head of the amount of times i'd had to move it and realized that i fundamentally cannot understand or empathize with any possible reason as to why it was being moved and that scares me listener it really does because if i'm sharing a bathroom with a monster then i need i need to know that i should have every right to find out in advance so i sent you a picture of it and um, it's something you'd noticed as well. Yeah, I'd noticed every now and then going in there. I mean, I I, I don't feel quite as um, vehemently about it. Give me it a reason why do. it's happening then. Well, how are you rationalising it in your head? don't know. Maybe he's got cold feet. But just there? Like just at the toilet? Why not by the sink? <laughs> well, maybe because... He's not moving it in front of the mirror when he brushes no, his teeth every night. No, but, but like, when you... If it's, you know, you're spending a while there. How long is he spending there? Is he treating <laughs> it like an office? He's turned into a bureau. Sometimes one needs a little bit of peace in the day. Yeah. Is that right next to my room? The bathroom yeah, that's that backs it. onto my bedroom. Taking a dump right against your, the back against of your... Against a shared wall. <laughs> You're fantastic. Make yourself at home. <laughs> Can I get it's you a towel, sir? A glass of water? Of drawers, Some fibre to ease your passage. <laughs> but, but, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying that it's normal to constantly move the bath mat over 
to the toilet. I feel like if it was something that I knew I did, as that there are many idiosyncrasies, God knows I have my fair share. I'm usually aware enough of them that I will, if they change something about a room, I will revert that change when leaving the room because I know like that it's an abnormality on my part. A requirement that I have is not something that everyone has. So I think if I was doing something as weird as moving a bath mat in front of a toilet, I would know that that was weird and then move it back. But it's the fact that it's, it's like what we said about Roy Moore using the phrase reds and yellows uh, without thinking about it. It's the fact that it's just being done so callously and without the consideration <laughs> that really but, makes me worry. But, but I mean, it, <laughs> there's a slight difference in, in that, Whilst I understand that you're <laughs> that you're upset by this, it you're saying Mark's worse. It isn't that damaging. No, no, no. <laughs> like it's not say, damaging. Yeah, saying, I agree. saying saying reds and yellows. Yeah. You're like, well, that's quite deeply offensive to a lot of people. And so there, like, I can understand um, there being uh, a level of disturbance that is at the level of well, it's the callousness. Mm. Whereas with this, I mean, it is only five feet away from yeah, where it look, normally look, is. So I, I'm I, well I, aware. I'm not surprised I'm not that he doesn't, I'm not surprised that he's not like <laughs> shivering with fear <laughs> and embarrassment. Like, because Maybe he is. to be honest, like I wouldn't be either. <laughs> no, I wouldn't be either. And I'm not saying that they're equally bad by any means. I'm just saying that the same, I don't know, the same mental punishment process. should apply. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm saying neither of them should be senators. Okay. Look, I'm going to come out and say it. I wouldn't vote Mark. Imagine if, imagine if like marked ever up for like some kind of election. <laughs> you, just, you just start leaking these photos. I'm going to run my own like advertising smear campaign. Smear campaign. It will have the quality and the like filter photographic look of all the estate agent bathroom photos we've seen, where yeah. it's like bang, suddenly a seventies looking toilet wage hide Madeline McCann. But yeah, I'm not saying that they're equally bad by any means. I'm just saying that it's the it's less about the action and more about the fact that it's just so flagrant and that's what concerns me because that's not that's like when you gaze into the eyes of a serial killer and you realize that they're so far beyond what you expect of the parameters of a human and that's you know that's just fear isn't it yeah i suppose if you were being melodramatic that that yeah. is fear yeah. but what next where is he going to put it next you're going to wake up and it'll just be like at the foot of your bed. Then you'll be sorry. <laughs> That's like a, a really shit, like hammer house of horror. Like the bath the mat that never slept. <laughs> Every day you come out, it's just like inching closer I'm to your I'm telling you, chief, it's moving itself. <laughs> Don't be stupid. How do you bath know? Well, I was asleep for just a mere eight hours. And when I woke up, it was seven feet closer to the door. <laughs> You're right. No man would do this. <laughs> and you live here by yourself? Well, uh, not exactly, chief. <laughs> but the others, they were asleep as well. Uh, no, no, no. One was, I mean, one of them did he was suggest that he, he, one did suggest he, he might have done it, but I'm not, I'm having none of it, chief. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to stage some sort of recorded intervention. I just want to get an answer is all, because I feel like, it's an intervention that has never before happened in the history of flat sharing. I guess not. It's just, like I say, it's not the act. That Are we going to like it's set the, up it's the a couple of chairs in the living room? I'm going to get to sit on the bath we're, we're just sitting. I'm going to be smoking facing away on the balcony. And then I'm going like, to throw it to one side and turn. 
and the lightning will flash or something. It'll be great. Take a seat, Mark. Mark, we've been expecting you. You've got a lot to answer for, my man. So what you're saying is the most interesting thing I learned this year is that Mark, friend and flatmate, needs to have added on to his name probable killer of men. <laughs> I mean, that's your version of what I yeah, think I you think learned you were, this year. You were supposed to be answering what I learned, and that seems to be where you've led us to. That seems to be the natural <sighs> conclusion. Well, if that's what you're going to keep insisting, <laughs> then I suppose I can't change that. Good. Well, I'm glad we agree. Give us a poem for the love of all that is holy. Would we like a short one, mm -hmm. a longer one, or a very short one? I'd like the very short one first, just to kind of set the mood. And then I'd like the next shortest one. Okay. Where did you, you find these? Don't you worry. Oh, no, you've got a secret source. New Year. This was written by someone called J.M. Surgent. Cool name. <clears throat> the only thing holding me back from this new year is you. Oh, me. Yep. Is that the whole poem? That's the whole, that's wow. it. Wow. <laughs> that's a real sense of brevity there. But that. just so that you uh, know that it's art, uh -huh. um, there, there is some enjambement oh, going nice. on in here. Ruby in the way of the only thing holding me back, new line from this new year. Line space. Hello. Is you. Oh, that's very clever. Yeah. What does that then, mean, though? What do you think they're implying? Oh, no, that? no, nothing. Oh, oh, nothing. No, no, it's nothing. Right, <laughs> I'm just okay. saying that that's no, how we okay, know. That's, that's how actually. he has distinguished that as a bit of art. Because I was struggling to think of what it could mean. And then, yeah. But then if you're saying it's nothing, then that would explain why I couldn't come up with any ideas. No, that'll be it. So it, yeah. it is, it's just bollocks. It's just bullshit. Okay, is, is what good. it is. God, poetry is um, great, isn't it? It's fantastic. Let's you said you wanted the next shortest. Give us straight to us. This one's a few more lines. Wow. This one is also called New Year. That's true. And this one was written by someone called Oscar Tarango. Cool name. <clears throat> it sounds like an orangutan. <laughs> Come up with a pen name. Like the infinite monkeys and typewriters. I, like I, I think it's I think it's the uh, the name of that. Um, old mascot for the tango adverts who used to slap everyone. <laughs> Oscar Tarango. Was yeah. that how he booked into hotels? <laughs> yeah. When he was, when he was like, getting ready for people. a gig. Yeah. Sorry, sir, you're painted orange. I that's you're that's how he likes to tango anyone. That's the name he gave to the police. <laughs> New Year. Mm. Also, again, just so we know this is art, there's no punctuation here. And oh, that's good. This is this is all lowercase as well. No. Mm. No punctuation and it's lowercase. Yeah. That's an art overload. We enter 2015 new. <laughs> it's <Reborn>. contemporary. <laughs> Up to Clean slate. Mm -hmm. We enter every new year like a new born. We are reborn. What will come this year? The world can change in a year for the better. Or for the worse. <laughs> Ooh. Two sides to that. Yeah. So he's setting up that it could, in the year, what he's saying is that there could be change. First, there could be change, like yep. he's saying it can, well, can change, change in a whole in a, year. In a year. That's good, because if it couldn't, then I think that would be very dull, wouldn't it? I'd check mm. right out 2018. I'd get a raisin with horsehair right down my throat. So that's good. But then he's given us a kind of two roads he's diverging. Given us a binary. It would feel. 
because yeah. one avenue there's this positive change non-specific let the, the reader think about it clever um or for the worst though he says that's nice isn't it he's left us with a lot of questions and isn't mm. that just the essence of poetry that is what i'm looking for yeah i'm glad that he like mentioned twice this element of being reborn yeah i thought that that was quite subtly um shoved down our throats throughout the piece but what i thought was good was that um it didn't go anywhere so it doesn't actually yeah didn't actually have any bearing on that's interesting on, isn't it because he's saying that in the year you're going to pick up like a new hobby like chess or something and then you're not necessarily always going to see it through to the finish line like you might just give up because you realize computers can play it better than me well and also like you you'll take up chess and um that chess you could it you know that could be the change for the better you could like win the world championships and you like mm. be remembered by well not many people but some um or it could be a change for the worse and you might use it as a might to on a write pole. your own manifesto yeah <laughs> of a pure hatred that's really good actually who is that it might, again, it might set you up to like believe in blacks versus whites <laughs> that would be a very interesting thing to take away from the game of chess wouldn't it that it's a <laughs> if that was like your <laughs> it was your final message i bet there is some thinking that says oh definitely something along those lines and if you're uh, one of the adherents of said school then do get in touch because you're mental <laughs> <laughs> love to uh, chat yeah that was by oscar tarango tarango okay that's a that's one to watch in 2018 isn't it uh, well yeah i mean he hasn't necessarily done much of note since january 2015 i think he's like one of those seeds that comes into bloom every 400 years it's been three only three short years since he wrote that poem god and just think of all the things he got right he's been reborn thrice that's nuts he probably can't even remember his own name by now no he's moved on so much uh look here's a question for you what was one of your most challenging moments and why well we, we we have a three-hour, three-part special on the most <laughs> challenging moment of our year. Of the, of the year, though? Oh, yeah. yeah, I guess so, yeah. Do you think that but, was the absolute apex of challenge for you this year? Um, in, in one sense, yeah. Mm. I suppose it was the single most challenging moment. And in another sense, I did watch you play that time trial level on Spyro for three hours straight. <laughs> You haven't watched me play cat <laughs> hockey yet. <laughs> oh, or or, or an even more bullshit boxing level that has nearly <laughs> been the end of our of French our TV. doors. Oh, no. <laughs> be but, but yeah, uh, I mean, those things are very, very painful. Yeah. But I suppose it wasn't the most trying, most difficult. Um, I, I mean... Blocks, which holds a particular place in my heart, mm. um, just because of the sheer volume of fear <laughs> <laughs> that remains. Yeah. Um, but I suppose as well that the entire, the entirety of the latter half of September mm-hmm. going into right up until we moved in in yeah. October, that house hunting period of our lives is one i could very well never do again yeah that's fair enough like if 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 at the end of the year we can sort something out where we just live here for the rest of our, <laughs> of lives, our lives i am i'm just in i'm down. just letting you know now that 
<laughs> I've got one like a... bath mat shaped caveat, but once that's satisfied, <laughs> I will sign on the dotted line. Rest assured. And just oh my god, and finding guarantors, and then yeah, and then not finding guarantors, <laughs> finding and then, that they didn't want to be, and then needing so many guarantors. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. And then not knowing either way. Here's a question for you. Who's one person you've met this year? I'm thinking this would be like, I don't want it to be, I don't know, someone that is now quite close to you. Like that would be rubbish. So no proper friends, but who's like an incidental character who'd be played by like one of those actors that you recognize from other stuff, but you've never learned the name of. Cause he always plays like yeah. man, man with pithy comment at bar. Who's one incidental character in your life that you've met this year that you'd like to get to know better? Why? Hmm. That's an interesting one. Yeah, I like that question. I mean, obviously, before your caveats to the question, it, it probably would have been Mark. Yeah. Um, although, I mean, as Just we've said, we, we, know, we know an awful lot about him <laughs> <laughs> now. Um, but that is quite a good question. I suppose... Um, Probably not Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, Angela? No. Not about that. Andrea. Andrea. <laughs> Angela. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Angela Drea. <laughs> um, no, not, not not her either. Okay. Because I don't, I still don't think she exists. No, no, no. Even though we've seen video evidence, <laughs> I still don't believe yeah, that she they exists. They can do all sorts of CGI these days. That was, that was in the past. Yeah. Not saying she never existed. <laughs> no, just nowadays. Um, uh, maybe, um, Adrienne. I was thinking Adrienne. Should we invite her over for dinner? Yeah. On New Year's Day. <laughs> Cancel your plans with your family, Adrienne. <laughs> Bring your wet eyes over here. Forthwith. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, she's just very, very, very I feel well. like she'd be a wild card in our group. Mm. And we don't have one of those yet. No. Well. I, I mean, apart from Danj. Oh, that's true, yeah. I'd like to see them interact, yeah. I th- I think they'd fall in love. I think you could just put them in situations together, and if they didn't have a child within the hour, that would be <laughs> an abomination <laughs> before God. Yeah, okay, that's a good one. How about, how do you feel about our neighbours? Would you like to get closer to any of those guys? No. No, you're happy if with If anything further. <laughs> I can't get on board with people who leave a bag of trash in a communal corridor. Do they do that? all the time that's mental what i do is i sing a really loud song about it whenever i'm at the door <laughs> what's it to the tune of oh it changes every time there's I'm just, I'm just... this trash that would be my one. <laughs> i'm just there like oh did you watch oliver on television over christmas of course as well? i did it was well, great not wasn't it? it yeah Ron it fantastic. loves a bit of stealing but um, but no i'll just be there like corridor trash <laughs> Everyone's favourite corridor <laughs> trash. It stinks out the place. Well, it's good to know that the neighbours won't be wanting to get any closer to us either. <laughs> it's a mutual distance. Um, what about our racist handyman? Oh, yeah, Daniel. Yeah, why yeah. not? He was nice, actually. <laughs> he was we nice get apart to know from him more. when he started talking about how people from different ethnicities, their DNA is different and they don't think like us. But when he was... <laughs> 
whenever, <laughs> when he was not doing that. Yeah, whenever I could steer the conversation like a great big <laughs> Ikea trolley with one wheel missing, just wrench it back off that <laughs> to the more usual topics like, oh, do you want a cup of tea? <laughs> what do you he think was, about imperialism? It was, was very lovely when he was saying, yes, thanks, love one. <laughs> and when he fixed that. <laughs> How do you take it? Well, I take it white. <laughs> Because you can't take it black because <laughs> they think differently. That was pretty much his, his vibe. <laughs> now, he was uh, an interesting chap, of course. There've been, there are just so many of these characters that come into and out of our lives. I tell you who I want to know more of, but uh, probably just from a distance, yeah. is, um, it's quite a niche reference, okay. but that guy who was working on air at Alton Towers, who did like, that really oh, meaningful... Yeah, who did that really meaningful walk towards us oh, when we were yeah. going around for our second time and then just, like, darted away at the he last He came second. towards us with the <laughs> sheer such, magnetism such of a, a king. Purpose. <laughs> <laughs> he strode from 100 yards, just direct eye contact okay. the whole way, as if like, he was about to deliver once more onto the breach. <laughs> to just us. To just two people, the only people in Fort <laughs> He only, said nothing. He only arrived and just, just leaves. In a way, <laughs> that was the greatest gift of all because it's just, he's given us so much to think about. It's a bit like that. doing that act is akin to the bath mat because it's like, I will never understand that What was process. going on? Yeah. How did I, he go about that? I do like these like small instances of, of um, making people feel uncomfortable like that though. Yeah. I, the one that I always like to do um, ever since I saw Dara Brian talk about it in a stand-up act, is um, face the wrong way in, a lift. in elevators. Yeah. I love doing it, it because nice. people are so, so unnerved <laughs> by the <laughs> well, sheer it's audacity. It's one of those things that it would just tell you so much. Like, it's such a great indicator that you're unhinged. <laughs> it just says speaks volumes about your state that you think that's okay like, i saw a man lick a chair on a bus like i don't need to know anything else about him to know he should be in prison <laughs> yeah some people do do need a, a bit of help yeah I, I i i've been reminded like i found someone like this as well last night at this shift right mm-hmm. um one of the volunteers my my first job was on the front door. Uh-huh. Oh, same. Um, and <clears throat> there were three of us on the front door, and then two down the back at the second like gate. Uh-huh. You made it sound like you were like in gang formation to mug someone, and they <laughs> yeah. come down the alley. And then when I give the word, we jump. The <laughs> you fuck. charge down. <laughs> um, and one of the like senior volunteers who is there is apparently famed for just posing hypotheticals all night to like right. keep people interested and in that's talking. a great thing so i was like this before. is great i know so um his first would you rather was would you rather a small pair of hands on the top of your head or a small pair of feet on your chin uh, and i was like well i was of the opinion that anyone choosing chin feet should be shot is is sense. like <laughs> ill yeah beyond repair i'm glad we agree. um also, I'm thinking a little pair of hands on the head. My first thought was when you're at a busy bar, pop the drinks up there 
And then you uh, can just yeah, move through the crowd. My first thought was if you ever had to tunnel underground, you'd be able to just <laughs> dive straight in like now, a great big worm. Why was your first thought something you've never had to do before <laughs> because, and probably never will? Because that's what I was looking for. I was like, what can this bring to my life that my normal hands don't already cover? And that's that's it for me. <laughs> They've just enabled that whole new avenue of digging. Oh, well, there you go. Write that down then. That's great. Um, but so... Don't tell For me some reason, shows chin feet. Oh no! See, this is the thing. There was an even split at the front. No, well, they're supported on premises. I, I, t- I made, I gave them a piece of my mind. I Good. said they were fucking ill. Yeah, but they aren't actually the people that I was referring to. I was referring to someone of a much more insidious psychopathy, uh-huh. psychopathology. Yeah, um, which was he was like, right, I'm going to go down and ask the people at the back gate. And he came back and he went, well. <laughs> One said, don't know. <laughs> and <laughs> the other true. said, I can't think about this now. <laughs> oh. And and I went down later with the next one. And uh, I met this man. And let me tell you, I was like, I hate him. Why? <laughs> because he didn't understand what a hypothetical was. Oh, yeah. I've met And this. I can't get on board with that. No, because he was like lack of because the, uh, the the woman who didn't know she was like I'm going with hands on the head. Mm-hmm. I was like, well done. And then I was like, and what about you? And he was like, well, there's there's no. Uh, need. It's just a lot of rubbish, isn't it? Because like, they couldn't have either of them. There's no need for an answer. I don't really, I don't really care. And I was like, well, I wasn't asking you to care. No, I was asking just, you to decide. To just give an answer. It was literally a would you rather war room at NATO and and they're like, do you want to launch it or not? And they're like, I can't (laughs) think about this right now. So the next one was, um, if neither would cause you to die, Mm -hmm. would you never eat again or never drink again? Great question. The obvious answer is never drink again. Right. And this is what I chose as well. But he was, he went, he went, well, you can get water from food. Right. So I'd never drink again. And That's I was like, point. I went, but you don't need the water. And he went, you always need water. <laughs> Eight cups a day, lad. <laughs> I, I read like, it on the Beeb. No, but it's part of the question that you don't. He went, but that can't change science. Oh, I was like, stop I, I, I hate you. <laughs> How old off. was this person? He was like 40. What was his job? I but, bet he was an accountant. He was wearing, <laughs> pa- he was wearing pajama bottoms. Oh, no. Yeah. At what time? Was he was not a guest. No. He was there he was to volunteer. help out, and he was just in his pyjamas. He thought it was a big sleepover with homeless people. I guess it <laughs> is in a way. Yeah. But not for the volunteers. Not in that way. No. <laughs> oh, well, that's... Not in the way he was expecting. Yeah. Um, look, I think we should do one more question. And, right. uh And then get out, because... I've been holding back the world's longest session of coughing since right. 41 minutes ago. Well, I, I have a couple of poems for you before you go. Okay, yeah, yes. go for it. Do, no, let's do poems and then end on this question, because I think it will bring us out. It will either bring us out on a real high note, or you'll get it wrong, and then the show's over. So All just right. think okay. on that. So we've got four short poems here. Good. All New Year uh, themed, I hope. Oh, of course. Oh, good. You've done the work. This one's called Resolution mm. by Bassam A. Great. Um, Bassam has an interesting take on the idea of love, uh, oh, which is, well, which is one that 
isn't all that loving, it seems. Okay. Um, He's got some baggage as well. It's like a kind of Sheldon Cooper idea of love. Right. So it's called Resolution. The year has ended prosperously. That's good. At least for me. Oh. I don't know about you. Um, I accomplished most of my goals. I'm glad that we got to know each other. I hope we can find a common ground in our book, a single page that we both stop at and rest. For that to happen, I will have to slow down, or you may need to speed up. Wow, patronising. <laughs> I may stop and wait for you at the next coffee shop, Café Je T'aime. Mm. Hope to see you there more often. My new resolution for this year is, quote, to keep loving you and keep our love strong. That's nice. Wish you a very happy year. Now, are you sure that's a poem and not just like the bit of his card that he was going to send someone (laughs) fell out into the internet? It had none of the hallmarks of poetry. Well, there's no actual poetry in it, no, but he's declared it one. And I guess, yeah. In a way, who are we to argue? That's fair enough. I'm not going to argue That's it. But yeah, I like that um, he will have to slow down or they may need to speed up. Yeah, one of the two. Um, Then you get to choose next. Do you want New Year, New Me, New Year Polish? That one. Or The Year of the Monkey? No, that one. New Year Polish? No, I want Year of the Monkey. I was born in the Year of the Monkey. Is (coughs) Is it going to be the Year of the Monkey again? Don't know. I think it was last year. Oh, well, that's a shame. The year of the monkey. This year has just begun. The year of the monkey on the Chinese lunar calendar. When monkeys are out and about. (laughs) That's not what it means. (laughs) Leaping above and bouncing around, all with that careless smile. Imagine if that's how the year of any animal was celebrated. (laughs) They just release a bunch of them into like cities and industrial areas. (laughs) Go wild, mate. Off we go. Dragons is going to be big. (laughs) Those lucky monkeys will bring wishes to reality. All the promises we've made to others and to ourselves. If not, then it must be now to count and sort things out. Shouldn't wait anymore. Just let all the monkeys out. (laughs) (laughs) This person, this is just like a very thinly veiled metaphor slash apology for breaking into London Zoo and wreaking havoc on the monkey enclosure. Did you, did you see about the fire at London Zoo? Yeah. I was on the tube when they they did an announcement about it. (laughs) But the thing, the thing my mum said was that on the news, on like on the radio, they they said they had killed what was it like killed a wallaby or something oh. and but that that there were four meerkats missing presumed dead <laughs> oh that's very sad but like, very strange way of putting so it like they're like they warriors killed in action yeah. <laughs> they've gone a wall mia yeah just let all the monkeys out that's a let's all message. smile a monkey's smile and act like we've never feared before in paradise because at the end it's about nothing but how to keep that big mischievous monkey's smile when our wishes suddenly become superfluous wow <laughs> i don't know what that's about <laughs> i don't I know really what don't. they mean I just what think were they hoping for it was something about promises but then also it was about there being monkeys, the monkeys everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I think they lost track of their own imagery and thought it was just a prediction. Oh dear. And then, yeah, we have New Year, New Me and New Year Polish I want left. Polish and I want to end on New Year, New Me. 
<clears throat> I may have got <laughs> this is another one where there's just no fucking poetry. <laughs> this is just someone's domestic <laughs> that they've written down with a bit of enjambment. Clever. I may have gotten into the stupidest argument of my life. It was about men painting their nails. Yes, men painting their nails. Well, I never. I want to paint my nails a deep burgundy because, well, I feel like I really don't need a reason. She said it would turn my nails yellow. I said, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) She said, men don't wear nail polish. I said... I don't give a fuck. Mm, she said she didn't have any nail polish. I said, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go buy my own then. Wow. When I walked to the front door with my car keys, she stamped her feet and said, fine. And she walked upstairs to a bathroom where she kept all the nail polish. He was right. She did have some. That was from King don't, Panda. That was the end. That's the end. It had no... Nothing happened. There's no <laughs> <know>. narrative. <laughs> someone, That's such a specific some, view of New Year. Someone called Woody commented, smiley face, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> that has the like feel of a conversation you enter into in like small talk where you ask someone like, oh, how's, it, how's life? How's it going? Like just at a party. And then they launch into something they've been waiting to say for too long. That's like someone yeah. asked if they had any plans <laughs> for New Year and then really regretted well, it. Well, I, I, what I was I going to bullshit. do was I was going to <laughs> paint my nails. A deep burgundy, may I say. Oh. Okay. Um, give us <clears> a New Year. New Year, New Me. New Year, New Me is like, is the saddest attempt at... um a kind of inspirational poem. Okay. Where none of the images quite work. <laughs> it's like first drafts okay. of a motivational poster, especially the ending. <clears throat> new year, new me. All guests are gone. Beds emptied. Washes on. New year, a new me. Stop my vices for a fitter me to be. My mantra, kindness. New year, a new me. <laughs> Yoga my roots. Yeah. Love my stem. Oh. <laughs> Seeds to grow. Love my stem just means wanking, doesn't <laughs> it? There's no two ways about it. <laughs> There's no other What are you doing up there, mean? Tony? <laughs> You're not loving your stem. stem again, are you? You'll go blind. Not on the Sabbath. Have some respect. <laughs> <laughs> new year, new me. This is my favourite. This is the last stanza. Okay. It's art. The world is ours. <laughs> Cherish the now. <laughs> Grow kinder branches. <laughs> be be the leaves you want to see. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything at New all. you. New year. Oh, changed up at the end, though. <laughs> be... The leaves. Be the leaves. You want, you to, want see. to see. That sounds like it's a like... robot's idea of motivational speaking. It sounds <laughs> like that, a robot. It's that Harry Potter into... bot yeah. that's asked to do a motivational poster. It's a robot that like fell into greetings card writing by accident and is trying yeah. to pretend it's a human, even though it's oh, quite clearly wearing it's like, a mask. It's like that bit in uh, Bojack where um, Princess Carolyn's boyfriend, the Rowler Spars oh, yeah. is like having to come up with a new holiday to sell gift cards. Uh-huh. Be the leaves you want to see. New Year. <laughs> October 12th is Be the Leaves Day. Oh, 
sign up now. Well, that was lovely. And I think that's given us a lot to think about in the new year. But casting our eyes backwards, it was April when back then two boys, I'm going to say, sat down in front of a microphone in the living room, not eight feet below where I sit today, hovering <sighs> above the living room. And there we sat, we pressed record and out came the start of what is now a 57 episode run of, you know, it's something that's really shaped the rest of the year for us, hasn't it? Yeah. In a big way. Um, and let, lest, lest we forget, some of the most inane drivel oh, goodness, yes. ever put into the form of binary. It's mad. And yet, listen, you have, and we are deeply appreciative of appreciative of it so appreciative that i cannot speak if you've heard the episodes if you've heard one episode and it's just this one if you've heard more than one if you've ever emailed tweeted followed us anywhere if you've ever told a friend following the word of mouth is best of mouth mantra that's really shaped the community around the show we want to take this opportunity to thank you profusely from the bottom of our sick and ailing hearts for uh, making shame city what it is Onwards and upwards for 2018 is the plan. That's us. That's us. I've got one more question to see us out. If you get it wrong, you're off the show. Well, here we go. 17. What three words sum up the year for you? I'll give you five seconds. Then we'll say it together. Five, four, three. See you next year. Two, one. That's a shame. See you in 2018. Bye, guys. Necessities, simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities. Oh, Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life. Some honey just for me The bare necessities of life Will come to you Wherever I wander, wherever I wander, wherever I roam. Wherever
necessities of life will come to you.